conviction. <laughs> I love it. Suppose I could do without Mike. Yeah, uh, hey. Soka. Anaheim. <laughs> Hello, Anaheim. Soka. <laughs> <Ahsoka. laughs> you lack conviction. Ahsoka. The, the Ahsoka <laughs> voice of the Vader yeah. Anakin overlap is so cool I from know. Rebels. I love it. What's going on, Force family? Welcome back to Star Wars, guys. As always, we are your hosts, Uncle and myself, Nate. Hello Nate. there. Uh, Mike's gone. Mike's, Mike's gone. gone. And, Mike's uh, out of here. What a, what a... He'll be back. He'll be back. Yeah. In the world between worlds. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. No, um, what, what a guy to have a job and leave. How dare he? How dare he on Priorities. the best episode. The best episode. Perhaps. Of any television. It's up there. It's up there. It might be my favorite. It's, yeah. It's that good. And we'll Pretty dive amazing. into it. And uh, we're excited. We're looking forward to jump right into this episode because yep. there's a lot to unpack in a little amount of time. Exactly. So uh, let's let's get into it. Yeah. Let's get into it. We usually start with overall thoughts, but with this episode, is there anything you want to kick off first? It, or wanna... it took me a little while. We watched to like it, it or? no to like <laughs> put it like put it together. Like even yeah. this morning, I'm, I know we're going to talk about this, and I'm thinking, what is what is it that I? How do I feel about this? Because yeah. it's the whole uh, Anakin Vader good bad. <clears throat> I wrestled with real or not real. Yeah, is Jason hearing you know, like remnants of the Force that's not that's I know happening but not. Yeah. And all of the Easter eggs that are in there, mainly the Anakin stuff with Ahsoka, I'm just, I was wrestling with, what is it, what yeah. does all this mean? How does it affect, I mean, it's, yeah. it was, uh, it's, de- this is a deep, it's a deep episode. Episode, yeah. I couldn't agree more. I think, um, it's funny, I, we always talk about how I enjoy, like, going on Twitter right after these episodes are done, because just engaging in conversation with other Star Wars fans. Right. Just minds blown after the episode. Yeah, that there was usually there's a time frame where people wait for spoilers. Yeah, posting pictures and no. stuff from the episode. Not this time. <laughs> and I'll be honest, once I saw everybody else doing it, I was like, it's already I'm over. In. I may I may as well get in these conversations. But um, rule of thumb: you don't want a spoiler. Just don't get on. Don't get on. Don't social get on media. there. That's what I do. I'm like, yeah, I'm just, just gonna stay, stay off for right now. But. It's funny you say that because a lot of those conversations were the same. A lot of people were like, "Wait, so is was Jason? Did Hera hear it too? Right? Or was she acknowledging maybe that Jason just heard it? Yeah. And oh, isn't he sweet? Yeah. <laughs> and so it's like there's there's a lot of conversation. Is it a physical place there that he was hearing, or was mm-hmm. it through the force? Yeah. Um, man, Anakin. Was he there? Was he not there? Well, I love What's that it, we on? we we had three thoughts about we picked Anakin would be on the episode before. Yeah, episode four. We thought, well, which three? Is it a Force ghost? Is it a? Is it a? Actually, him. Actually, him in the in World Between Worlds. Is it a flashback? Yeah, I don't. It's or still, is it not even him? It's, I still a, don't know. it's an image. Of... <laughs> well, we know it's not all flashback because there's harkening yeah. to the future. But yep. I, we don't. I mean, it's. Uh, I don't yeah. know. We can we can talk about that. Um, yeah, we'll dive into it. And uh, Darth, what's going on? Welcome to the chat. Hello there. He says. Hello yeah, there. if you guys are listening, feel free to drop any questions that you guys have yeah any of this stuff what your thoughts are on some of these topics because we'd love to engage on those uh conversations um anakin let's just get into it yeah well one we'll say overall thoughts 
maybe my favorite episode yeah. of it, it turned the, this episode this chapter turned the corner for me my daughter asked favorite favorite tv show um andor was my favorite now yeah. I, it's i can't uh, yeah it's I'm hard the same to, way. it's hard for me to not say this so i'm the same way and they're so different that mm-hmm. it's hard to it's like it's comparing two t- different genres they are i mean they're two different genres of a show so it's hard to compare but the uh this this just did such a good job of, and I don't know if I, like, the first few episodes, I was watching this, and we talked about it on the cast, of, like, they kind of mentioned that you don't need to see the Rebels stuff to right. really understand this. Not, and at the time, I was like, uh, I feel like if you didn't see that, you're missing a you're lot. You're going to be, yeah. And honestly, after this episode, I feel like it was intentional in making the audience who hadn't seen Rebels ask questions. Yeah. Who, who? What is this actual connection between Anakin and Ahsoka? Yeah. Um, what is this place we just saw at the end of the last episode? Uh-huh. This world between worlds. What's going on? And I think they did that in a way that was leading to this episode, knowing that it was going to answer a lot of those questions for those who hadn't seen Rebels. Yeah. And I think that's probably what they meant is like, you're going to see flashbacks from Clone Wars. You're going to see this. So if you saw Rebels, you're going to get a lot of kicks out of it. You're going to like it because right. you'll see the clone armor and yep. Anakin. Yep. You'll see a lot of this stuff. But if you haven't, you're also going to be brought up to speed Yeah. on what their connection was like. Her being a, you know, they're both taking on military roles, obviously. Yeah. But with it, her leading a battalion, she talks about how I made the call for them mm-hmm. and they lost lives because of. And so and she's a kid and she's 16, I think, yeah. at the time. And so she looks like just a little. Kid. I know. And I saw. And we'll talk about that too. Because I did saw that on a purpose. lot of people talking about how yeah. in Clone Wars with the animation, her being a different, not not human. Exactly. It's the easy to, to kind of forget how young she actually is. Yeah. And I saw someone posting this saying, "This is the same moment she defeats Maul, and she's at this, and seeing her that young in live action, you're like, okay, she's a, she's a stud. Bad. She's a stud yeah. to go out there." Leave this siege of Mandalore without her masters there, without yeah. without Anakin, without Obi Wan. Right, she's leading it mm-hmm. to basically win the battle yeah. and take and take down Maul. Yeah, at the age of sixteen, seventeen, however old she is, mm-hmm. it's crazy, amazing. So seeing her live action <clears throat> in that moment was kind of cool. It puts a perspective on how actually impressive that is. Yeah, <laughs> but for sure, yeah. Um. What you got? You got? Did you have something? Yeah, I um, I was blown away. I agree that if you didn't watch the other ones, I mean, I haven't heard. I've heard some people talking about this. If you didn't watch the other ones, I think you can watch this. But there are so many moments you're going to be going, wait, who? Wait, what? What? Yeah. Who is this? In this episode, they mentioned Kanan again. Yeah. Um, of course, Jason has a larger role. Hera, who you've never seen before. Yeah. In any of these. Yeah. Sabine, you don't know. Some human calling her mom. Exactly. Well, How does this work? <laughs> All of this, the force connection, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to make a lot of people want to go back. And uh, I'd be interested in anybody who hasn't. I think a lot of people watch us have seen them all, but I'd be interested to hear what their yeah. take is. Yeah. Um, I, I, I have to say, watching those flashback, flashback scenes, they, of course, Filoni, Dave Filoni, who, who is created this character ahsoka directed this episode yep has written the whole, the whole show written the whole show yeah. was also the was also the mind behind clone wars with george lucas he has mimicked uh, when i saw anakin running in the dust 
Oh yeah. It looked it, it was exactly this it looked the same. It, it, yeah. The way everything was the the flow of the mm-hmm. the uniform, his hair, it was all it looked like it a, a scene from Clone Wars. It was amazing. I was like this is it, it makes did. sense cuz he's Filoni's the connection between them. Oh yeah. Um but the whole Ahsoka and and Anakin scenes we we mentioned one earlier. We talked about how Anakin says, uh, she says, I won't fight you. Yeah. We were just talking about that. And he says, I've heard that before. Yeah. And we thought, well, that happened in Rebels. Because she fought Vader. And then, I, and then I mentioned that actually happened in Return of the with Jedi. Not Ahsoka. But not Ahsoka. Yeah. With Luke, I won't fight you. I won't fight you. Um, <laughs> it's pretty, it's, pretty yeah. cool. There's I'm not sure if those so were his exact many. words. I think they were. I won't fight you. Um, and then the one thing that's cool, maybe we can talk about this. What, so we're going back and Anakin's looking back or, or she's remembering, I guess we don't know for sure, but she's remembering all of those interactions they had and how he's talking about, I need you to be, teach you to be a soldier. Yeah. I need to teach you to fight. This is war. So this good. is war. This is not, we're not pe- keepers of the peace anymore. We're soldiers. Yeah. Which is the exact opposite of what Mace Windu says. But yeah. What's the lesson that she's learning now? Like, what is the actual lesson? Is it the opposite? Because we know what he says the lesson is. Yeah, right. But he says the lesson is, you either, are you going to live? Or are you going to choose to live? Or are you going to choose to live die? Or die. But, there's, but what does that mean? That's right. And, there, and, and how are you going to live? Yeah, I think that is the bigger question. And the lesson ends when she stops fighting. Yeah. Interesting, right? Yeah. The I, lesson ends... When she stops yep. fighting. And I don't know. We, we know that Luke taught Vader compassion. Yep. Selflessness was actually the, the way that Vader was won over at right. the end. Not fighting him. Not fighting him. It's when Luke threw away the saber and said, I will join you. I'll never side. turn to the dark side. I want to be a Jedi like my father. Yeah. That, that switched something. And that same moment when Ahsoka threw away the saber, is when the lesson ended. Yep. And when Anakin hope turned back you. to his That's right. good smile. There's hope <laughs> for you, yeah. And, you know, Luke was, a new hope was Luke. Yeah. A new hope. There's hope for you, yeah. I thought, I thought that was interesting. The lesson was all about war. And then at the end, the, the, the main point was, it's not about who yeah. you kill. We don't, we don't win by killing what we hate. We win by saving what we love. Saving what we love. Yeah. It feels like that connection is it does. there. It's it does, and I feel like there's so much <clears throat> that you can get out of that too, because, but just the relationship between the two, there's so many deeper meanings I feel like you can take from it. Yeah, and the intentionality of showing Anakin from light side Anakin to the Vader Anakin throughout that whole sequence of multiple times throughout that whole sequence, I think really re- resembles the conflict that's going on in Ahsoka's mind. And why she hasn't been able to get over the hump. And I feel like one of the things I was thinking about was what have we got? What what has been kind of a lesson up to this point before that happened? And what has been Hasoka's struggle that we'll now maybe see a turn in? Mm-hmm. And her struggle has been being a master. Like w- when when she got asked to take on Grogu, she said, no, I've seen even the best of us turn. Right. Mm-hmm. She wasn't ready to take, she was afraid basically of taking yeah. on another or taking on an apprentice after what Anakin did, maybe yeah. even 
she hasn't said it, but possibly blaming herself for some of that because she mm-hmm. left it. She wasn't there. And then here, it, it feels like Anakin is portraying a lot of her thought process in this. He's like, oh, is that what this is about? Like, And then even the questioning, like, you left me, and le- like, or even Balin's, like, are you going to leave? Like, you left Anakin. Yeah. It's like a lot of this is what she's already thinking, yeah. and they're just portraying it to the audience. Yeah. And so seeing her fight that conflict of, one being a maybe hesitant and getting so attached to taking on an, an apprentice because we see that conflict with Sabine now mm-hmm. is that they, there's been a barrier there. There's a struggle and yeah. she left. Yeah. She ended up leaving and now it's been part of her coming back to actually take her on in as, as an apprentice. Mm-hmm. Um, and it made me wonder if part of that is because of this hesitation. One, just worried of how even Anakin, who was the best of us, could become what he became. Yeah. So it's made her feel like one, she had a part to play in that, but also just hesitant to take on he can, fully commit to an apprentice. Can. Yeah. Um and it feels like the lesson she told Sabine about we need to just defeat the evil. That's the opposite of the Rogue One fight or or I mean Rose yeah, right. from Last Jedi. By saving what we love, not yeah. fighting what we hate. She's right. been fighting what she hates. She's right. been trying to prevent the next war, which is a good thing. Yes. But sometimes the intention behind what you need to do, especially from the rebellion standpoint, has always been saving what they love. Yeah. Um, and that's what Sabine's doing. That's it, the whole, yeah. And, and it's funny that, that, I mean, it was intentional. Rose sums up basically the whole, I feel like that's the heart of everything. Yeah. That's what Luke did. That's yeah. what Luke's whole motivation, after a point, he was like, I'm going to, there's still good in him. I, I'm not going to go kill yeah. him. I'm going to turn him. He's going to yeah. turn back. I can't murder my own father. Yeah. And that's what Ray was doing. Yeah. Same thing. There's good Same in thing. him. It's not, he's not gone. We can still yeah. save him. So, um, yeah. And, and I feel uh, like with the Vader, them, them showing the Vader, it's almost like, this is what I could become. Because if you, if you actually, and I saw people talking about this, I went and looked at it. The moment when she, disarms him and now is holding the red saber yeah against him up to his like face basically yep it shows a shot from ahsoka on ahsoka and she has sith eyes mm. she's got the yellow sith yeah, eyes. that's right and it was like a moment of this is a moment where mm-hmm. you, that this is the mo- a moment you need to overcome it's a luke of moment. yeah yeah are you going to choose de- death and strike him down that's the death or are you not going, her death yeah not her death <laughs> or or her death on the light side, right. her death internally. Yes. Um, or are you going to refuse and choose to live, but now you have to live out a different, like you have to live, truly choose to live, not just mm-hmm. exist. Yeah. It's not about just existing and surviving as a Jedi to keep the, the Jedi going and keep yourself going. Yeah. But are you going to choose a life of purpose and intentionality, which they portray that by as soon as she's done with the lesson, she comes out first or maybe the first time we see her smile, her demeanor completely changes. Yeah. She's it's like the worry and the weight of everything she was carrying before, which caused her to be kind of dry and monotone. Right. It seemed like it was gone. She's telling who Yang, like, where are we going? I don't know. I don't know. We'll just see where it takes us. And she's fine with just, Remember what I said about Going her fighting? It seemed like the only time she's happy. We talked about this. Is when she was fighting. Is when she's <laughs> fighting. She has more joy when she's fighting yeah. than any other time. She's cold and distant. 
Isn't it funny that that lesson would come from? Yeah. So, uh, are you going to share something? No, I was just trying to. I want to know what up. your take is, or what your guys take. What What actually happened? Okay, we talk about the this kind of the emotional, the psychological point. Is this Ahsoka putting out what what she needs, what she's thinking at the time? Because she's underwater. Yeah. Is she actually fighting Anakin? Jason heard it. I don't know what the yeah. takes have been online. How, and if they are fighting, how does that happen? How, how, what are the, how? how did that happen? How yeah. did she go from falling off the cliff to fighting? To fighting. <laughs> yeah, I don't. <laughs> is it World Between Worlds? It's, it, is it's it what she remembers of World Between Worlds? It, it's weird because, pardon me, I don't, obviously we don't know. We don't yeah, have an answer. Right. I think that's intentional. I've watched some interviews with Filoni and specifically talking about the World Between Worlds, and he says, Part of what the world between worlds is supposed to represent and the idea of just Lucas's vision for Star Wars was to not always answer everything mm-hmm. to make the audience think and take take what it is. Do we have answers to those things? Those things? Yes. Are we ever going to lay them out for you? No. No. Because we want people to interpret and take things in as yeah. it is. And that adds yeah. to the mystery of what Star Wars is about. Um, and so it's interesting hearing him talk about the world between worlds because there's a moment when Ezra is not physically in the world between worlds, but he's like meditating. Yeah. And he enters it like almost spiritually or through the force. Yeah. From a star Wars context, I guess. And Yoda appears to him and is talking with him and he's communicating. Mm -hmm. Neither of them physically went through a portal as we've seen before in the world between worlds. Yeah. To enter the world, to enter it. But they were there through the force or, you know, spiritually, so to speak. And Filoni was talking about that scene in an interview, and he's like, he mentioned that they, they do enter the world between worlds, even though it's in their their mind and through the force. They are actually there in the, pl- in the plane in that moment. That's what happened. And that Yoda, and he says it is a physical place, and even though Yoda's being shown there, yeah, the idea that it's a physical place means that most likely Yoda is nearby and that's why they're able to connect and discuss in that moment because he's okay. not super far away. Kind of yeah. like the force, it's it's almost harder to reach the further away. Like yeah. the further you force project yourself takes more power type mm-hmm. type deal. And so that's kind of how he's explaining it. So I was thinking about what is actually going on. It made me think, could it be both? Is it like almost like a spiritual plane and and, and not? As in she is physically there and this this i this image or this embodiment of Anakin through the force is physically there and that's why Jason and maybe even Hera does actually hear them but you can't see it because it's not in yeah. the physical yeah. that they're seeing in, in that moment but you can hear it it's like amazing. so i don't know if that's a clear answer but it feel to me it felt like that's the most it, likely it's possibility. It's both, almost. Yeah. Like, there's a there's a Star Wars version of a supernatural to it mm-hmm. that it, it's both physical, because you can enter it yeah. through a portal and through the Force in this way. But, but as Ezra did, you can do it during a meditative state or a, just yeah, a decision. Yeah. yeah. That, that, to me, that seems like the most reasonable explanation. It also, it also changes a little bit of the rules for what, force ghosts what you can well what can happen there because in that moment anakin is both vader and yeah anakin 
And we saw the emperor project himself as another as another image. image. Yeah. But that was the dark side. Um Yeah, I still don't know about Anakin. Challenging. How does that I don't know if where, that was actually I don't it makes me question whether that was actually him. She was there or if that was an embodiment where, of what her like thoughts and stuff are. That wasn't the quote we heard in the trailer either. No, I, which makes I didn't me hear think any we of might that. any any of that, which makes me think we, we may not be done with Hayden. So that that makes me think that in, that would be a I forced, have a good theory that for would what be I a think could happen. Interaction. Yeah, that's what I think. And it, distinguishing I'm, I'm, the difference between the two of what we saw, yeah, maybe being not, Anakin, an embodiment not of him Anakin, yeah. not actually him, yeah. But then at a later point, getting to see that that appearance of force ghost anakin which is now just not across timelines that's after he's become vader and after he's been redeemed yeah he's gonna force be, ghost anakin that talks to ahsoka he's where gonna be way softer way softer more. not gonna test her no it'll be basically all light side at that point yeah and recognizing that he failed that he did fail and almost coming from a, a point of um uh, like being proud of ahsoka that she, in the lessons, in what's going on, she yeah. she hasn't turned yep. and failed in the way that he did. That's right. And so, but because of that, pe- you can go through negative stages of life and still use them to, for lessons once you come out of those stages. Yeah. So there's no reason why Anakin wouldn't be able to turn around and still be a good teacher, mm-hmm. master yeah. for her in these moments as a force ghost yeah. to continue to give give this lesson that we're seeing here. Um, and I even do in the future. I did think it was interesting. We um, when we when we look back on Jedi training throughout all these different Jedi, Ahsoka's training happened all through war. Yeah, all of it. It was all, yeah, in in the moment. Basically, her training was all. There was a constant yeah. war. Yeah. Um, so it it uh, it it is. It's different than Luke. It's different than Ray. I mean, of course, it is. There, there was a struggle. We had different. We had, you know, the rebellion. We had the first order. Later, we had all these different struggles. But it's not like you're actively in a war where you land yep. on a planet and fight. <laughs> you're a fighting and leading, droids, leading people, right? It's not the same. No. So her training was all was all war based and all fighting, and I and I think that we're seeing that she's they're trying. Whatever happened in that moment, there's a, sh- a shift coming for Ahsoka. Yeah. Um, Ahsoka to, the White. To enjoy the... Get off the cry. <laughs> th- that was my name. That's what they called me. Uh, to enjoy, like, the peaceful aspect of it. Yeah. And I also think it's interesting. What what are their two motivations in this episode so far, or in this show? Ahsoka is going to defeat Thrawn. Yeah. Sabine wants to save, save Ezra. Ezra. Sabine's right. Yeah. Thrawn should be the... We don't fight what we hate. We win by saving what we yeah. love. Ahsoka is going to acknowledge that Sabine was on the right path. Yeah. We, def- we, defeat, the evil, we defeat evil, but we don't forsake. Yeah. We got to save what we love, and Ahsoka was willing... Especially uh, as powerful was willing enough to go as, and let him as go. an ally as Ezra. <laughs> That's right. You think that might be worth... Ahsoka <laughs> was willing to let him... Yeah. And in the moment, you're like, oh, that's pragmatic. That makes sense. I mean, Ezra himself was willing to do it, <clears throat> which is why he sacrificed he himself in the, in, anyway, he was. in the he first was. place. 
So from that standpoint, it's like he already made his choice. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean you still can't do well, to your chance. best ability. There's, yeah, a there's a chance that they're out there. They yeah. Mean, I think it's I love the well, I joked about it, the, the Ahsoka the White with uh Filoni actually giving her the attire that she wears at right. the end of Rebels. And the now white. getting even more context behind it of having this afterlife experience basically mm-hmm. and then coming back and choosing to live. It's it's it is Gandalf. It is. He went through his trial. And he chose to overcome it, and he comes back. And we know Filoni's a huge Lord of the Rings fan, mm-hmm. so there's a lot of Lord of the Rings parallels in a lot of his stuff. And we're fighting on the bridge of Casa Doom, exactly. In the episode, exactly. <laughs> she fell. Anakin said, "You shall not pass," and then cuts the she world did. between worlds. And then she fell. <laughs> and she fell. <laughs> she fell. But uh, I just think it's interesting because we obviously seen her in that attire, but then. And and kind of knew what it represent re- represented, but we never actually saw the moment of her choosing to live. We just thought, oh, that's her coming back as Ahsoka the White. Right. But now we're actually getting the deeper context behind that story mm-hmm. and seeing her, and it's it's a physical representation through the attire of her choosing to live, setting yeah. a new path for her purpose of what is to come for her story. Yeah. And I think it's it's interesting because there are a ton. Of references, dare I say, Easter eggs, cameos, whatever it is, in this episode. And I saw some people saying, like, oh, you know, this was a lot of fan service. And I'm like, do you understand the purpose behind some of that stuff? Like, it's easy to look at how much Hayden Christensen we got and be like, oh, they just did it because fans have been asking for it. Yeah. But if you actually look at the context of the story, it is crucial to this is Ahsoka's show. Yeah. And it literally was the turning point for her character on how right. and how to pursue the choice to live and move forward. It can, yeah. It's going to completely change how she's her, like we were talking about, her approach of going, she's now in it to save Ezra, essentially, mm-hmm. not yeah. just to defeat Thrawn. Yeah. She has a, she's finding a new purpose, a new reason to go about what she, her yeah. mission has be, been so far. Yeah. And that comes because of these lessons and what we see in Anakin. And not just Anakin, but everything we see through the Clone Wars stuff, it's all part of the same lesson. But getting into the Siege of Mandalore live action. Oh, my goodness. It's crazy. Well, there he is. His mall's right over there. I know. I, I, I'm on the, well, is he one, out there? Is he gonna I'm on the up? edge of my seat this entire episode. All right. But even during that, I'm like, are we, are we going <laughs> to cut to her and Maul? Is it possible? I was like, is it possible we see her and Maul, actually? That would have been too much. It would have been. But next time. I love fan service. Love it. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. And I the like only, service. The only thing, the only reason I don't, the only time I don't love it is when it's to the detriment. Yeah. Of course, it's the detriment of, yeah. It's all like, these aren't the same people that are complaining, that's not my Luke, right? Are these the same people? That's not my Luke. No, I think that's people were. service. Wait, wait. I haven't well, seen anybody you, that didn't which, like the episode. Which do you want? Do you want it to not be your Luke or I do know. you want it to not be fan service? For instance, I could <laughs> say, I could think of one where I, I would maybe be hesitant <clears throat> and think, oh, that was a little fan service that yeah. didn't fit. And yeah. that would have been in The Last Jedi if instead of, instead of Yoda appearing, yes. which makes more logical sense right. because it was actually was Luke's Anakin. master. But if it was Anakin, yeah, I'd feel like. You're doing that because that's what people want to see. Yeah. That doesn't fit the story as well. Yeah. Even though it'd be cool to see, yeah. that doesn't make as much sense as having Anakin, who Luke had never 
seen in that mm-hmm. form yeah. show up would be, one, weird on screen seeing a younger Anakin, Hayden Christensen. Would make sense. It wouldn't fit the story as well. Mm-mm. And so having Yoda come back and do another lesson for Luke in that moment. Yeah. Perfect sense. Exactly right. And has become arguably one of, if not the greatest quotes in all of Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, and lessons, and just in general. Uh, now, they, there was one that I read about that I, my favorite, my favorite Easter egg, because it, it, exp- it connected the dots between characters. And that was when uh, Carson talks about Leia. Yeah. I was maybe my favorite. I was like, Leia? Mention. <laughs> because yeah. it didn't just mention Leia, because I listened to it again. Leia is actively helping Hera. And by connection, Ahsoka, yeah, who is now, because they say Leia can't, the Senator Organa can't cover for us for long. So she's on the side of the rebellion, but at this moment, she is in actively helping yeah. Hera disobey orders to yeah. go find Ahsoka. She's still Leia. <laughs> and to fight, to go, uh, potentially go about yeah. after Thrawn. So obviously knowing Leia the relationship a, between she is a rebel Anakin within the rebellion and so oh yeah, I thought perfect. That's great. She's on the right side again. She's not just on the right side. She's on the right side of the right side. Yeah. And the Hera, of course, too, always stepping fantastic. up for her crew. And I and I thought Mon Mothma's interaction, Mon Mothma is played perfectly. The oh perfect, yeah, makes, she's she the, wasn't. She's the perfect or diplomat. Mean she's just like she's trying to be diplomatic with with Hera. Yeah. And with the rebellion, and with exactly everyone. So she's speaking to her in a way that's like, it's like, this is my what hands we are need tied. You to do you need to? And Harris almost ready to leave the whole thing. She's like, I thought she might go then with I'm her. Not, then that's it. I'm not gonna. When I heard that, I'm not I thought, a general anymore. I guess. Yeah. When I heard that, I thought, oh, she's going with Ahsoka. Yeah. I mean, she didn't, but I was like, they might. This is this is it. Yeah. The whole crew, the whole the whole uh, the ghost crew is going, but. Uh, there's so many things I love. I love the fact that Jason is. Who, I love how involved their, he is. Who brings their kid? You know who brings their kid? The mom who knows that he's going to be a powerful Jedi who has incredible insight and more helpful than he's just not just a kid. Yeah. Who she, knew? Who needs on-field training? Yeah. She <laughs> trusts him. He has. She oh she he left and went was back the crux the of the whole episode. He saved the whole thing. Yeah, I saw someone posted a thing and said, uh. Not Jason Sandula saving the entire galaxy by finding Ahsoka and not even realizing what I know. he's just did. I know. I also so love that uh, someone said Jason is, is finally breaking the Star Wars no- norm as like the annoying little kid. Mm-hmm. Like Anakin obviously was, especially in Attack of, not even young, young Anakin, but Attack of the Clones Anakin was yeah. hard to watch sometimes. Yeah. Like, with intentionally showing he's still a padawan that's right he's annoying at times yeah. and with what he was saying with how emotional he was intentionally mm-hmm. and then same with ezra but kane <laughs> he's just he was intentionally, raw but jason's just super chill mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, i know we broke the norm he's also he's like just, hiding behind chopper he's not yeah i'll take him on yeah i'll fight him it's not that kid either it's, it's i love who, who yang great. going jason has Abilities. Abilities. <laughs> Can I try? Father, no. Kane and Jace. Yeah. <laughs> Can you give me a lightsaber? No. no. <laughs> you build lightsabers, right? Yes. Will you build me one? Will you help me build one? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> so great. I love how involved he is in this show because yeah. 
going from will they even will they show him will they acknowledge him to he's, yeah he's, he's a huge part, part of it mm-hmm. oh, okay that of course Filoni Filoni's like I made the character for a reason yeah yeah it's great it also made me wonder <clears throat> too that with this episode of her kind of I felt like there was a lot of connections with her be like with her Ahsoka's struggle of being a master at this point. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that was part of the lesson that she's getting from Anakin is now that she's kind of overcome this idea of Anakin turning to the dark side and the internal struggle that she's dealt with that. Yeah. That that was almost a barrier for her being a proper master. Yeah. And connecting with a Padawan. Why she didn't take on Grogu, why she struggled with Sabine. And paralleling that with Jason mentioning confirming his force abilities mm-hmm. um confirm uh teasing that he wants to be trained yeah can I, oh there's a jedi training thing and can i train no mm-hmm. can i build a lightsaber no no it made me wonder like oh are they teasing this because down the line ahsoka is actually going to take him on as an I apprentice think so. i think so uh so that made me wonder if if that could be the case obviously they've set up the idea of sabine which i think is is mm-hmm. cool yeah but naturally, with Jason being force sensitive and not having a master, it seems fitting for Ahsoka to eventually take that on. Yeah, not sure if we'll see that or not, but it made me question that they put this a lot of this stuff overlapping in the same episode with teasing him not getting trained and her overcoming a lot of this stuff as a master. I think that's the future. I think that's coming, Jason and uh, Ahsoka. It'd be cool. I wondered if. Well, at the time, I thought maybe their connection was Sabine was already going to be off, and yeah, Jason was going to move in there. Yeah, but she doesn't have. That's a separate thing. We don't have time to do that right I now. I wouldn't even be surprised if they go through this, and uh, and Sabine does learn some lessons, but Ahsoka comes to a realization of, you don't, you don't need my like you're making the right choices. Yeah, I learned from you. Mm-hmm. Like she made, she's making the right choice to go after. Yeah, Ezra. That's mm-hmm. what we do. We're saving what we love. That's so right. it's like, I wonder. It, it makes me wonder if there'll be a moment where she's like, "You don't. You've learned mm-hmm. lessons. I've learned from you. Yeah. You don't necessarily need me to be a, your master. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I, I like the all the. And I saw someone in chat. Darth says. Hu Yang or uh, Hu Yang has the best dialogue in the whole show. His comments are so great. One with the Jason stuff, but his, so his, funny. Yeah, you are the great. worst Jedi candidate ever. <laughs> no, no, Lady Ben, you are Mike, terrible. Mike's in here says this podcast is so much better without the other clown that's usually <laughs> here. <laughs> yeah. Darth says I think Dave changed the rules a bit for the world between worlds for the story. Possibly. Possibly. I think one thing that's cool Your about the world of Ezra worlds, w- with, with Ezra and Yoda brought a little light to it. I have to go back yeah. and watch that. Where he did go in without being there. He did. Yeah. But I think the and rules it, may, have it makes me wonder too of like, <clears throat> well, part of it and part of what I was excited about how the previous episode ended with us going to the world between worlds is we don't we don't know everything about it. We've seen the world yeah. between worlds very little. Yeah. So our idea of the world between worlds is. We don't know. Based what on the rules small are. information, yeah. it's based on a very small sample size. Yeah, so, yeah. like, just because we saw them go through a portal, and you know, pull out 
Ahsoka. Yep. We I I naturally assumed, oh, maybe Anakin is there. Pulled her out. Pulled her out. But maybe not. Uh, maybe not. Right. Maybe right, it right. is just an embodiment of her thoughts of Anakin mm-hmm. and what she's dealing with internally. We don't know how the Force necessarily works. Or maybe he came like Yoda. Yeah, it came there like Yoda. Yeah. So it's um, I, I it, did the rules change or have we just not seen these rules yet? I don't know. Bring clarity. Yeah. Well, one, you know, one of the things you deal with when you're when you're talking about Star Wars is there's canon, and then there are things that just it's a movie. There are things that just it's a movie, right? There are things that don't fit. Yeah. Don't make sense. It's important to remember at this time in the Star Wars universe, the the story of Anakin becoming Vader is a very, is a tightly kept secret. That's still kind of a secret within. Even so, after the yeah, you're even saying after. even after the fall of. Yeah, is death. exactly. Yeah, at least in the books. Yeah, it's not something to catch that, everyone up. Uh, we mentioned this on the podcast before, but Leia was like, "I didn't you have to hide that. I had to essentially hide it because the fall of the Empire. There's still remnants of the right. Empire out there, but even her as a political, even on the party, rebellion side, it doesn't. On the rebellion side, it doesn't, doesn't look good well. because people are people that did know were trying to say, "Well, your father is Vader. Right. Well, how do we know we can trust her?" That's right. Yeah. That's right. So. When we talk about Leia Organa, she is hiding, right, um, that. And then when Ahsoka comes out of this interaction, she doesn't readily say, I was fighting Anakin. Wait, well, are we fighting Anakin? What is, what, I thought he was your... Who are you? Matt? Yeah. Wait, what? So it, there's a little bit of a secret there. But I thought it's interesting because that, bringing that idea to bear on Obi-Wan's explanation to Luke about who his father was. Now, in the time, it's a movie, right? Yeah. Vader killed and murdered your father. Yeah. But if you connect the dots, it was also a tightly kept secret. It wasn't something that you would just yeah. say. Yeah. He was keeping, the, keeping them separate even then until the time came when it was unavoidable. To explain everything. Yeah. Um, so when Ahsoka comes out of this encounter, she doesn't, where were you? What were you doing? Who were you fighting with Jason? Yeah. There's, no, there's not a good explation there. Yeah. So in the movie. And I think part of her, thinking, too, was still is trying real, to figure not, out what's going on. Exactly. Like she even was like, she remembered stuff, but she was like, how'd I get here? Mm-hmm. Where am I? So I don't expect her to be talking about this with anyone, this interaction. Yeah. There wouldn't, it wouldn't be something that. No, it seemed like an internal mm-hmm. struggle yeah. that she had been wrestling with for for some time, and yeah. now it was laid out physically. Yeah, of her overcoming that. Yeah, That's I do think I, I do I think it. it I do think it's continuing her pathway from warrior, warrior to uh, more of a spiritual mentor guy. Yeah, because yeah. all of the training from Sabine so far has been. I mean, you can't teach her. Force is not something Sabine, we see that she has the ability. Yeah. So it's all been about fighting. It's all been about war. It's all been about yeah how to how to defend yourself, how to fight, how to right. kill. And uh, what we saw in this interaction is this, that's one small part of the Jedi. Yeah. And I think she's going to find a way to help Sabine learn, learn those things, too. Yeah. Not using the Force, but... I do think... I- yeah, and there was a lot even within those different moments, and we'll get into the different actual, like the flashbacks and stuff, Yeah, and we'll touch on those. But one of the things I thought was interesting was 
not just the tension between the two, but even when Anakin appeared as in the clone armor, first off. Right. Fantastic. I, I love the hairstyle change, too. It was perfect. It looked just they like made the, the hairstyle look like the yeah. show. Yeah. So great. Yeah. So great. Um, But when he's making a joke and she's saying everybody that's fallen. Yeah. That's dead. And, he, and Anakin's joking and she calls him out on it. How can you joke in a time like this? He's also, it's also kind of a referendum on the show. Yeah. Filoni's talking about, yes, I did have some jokes. In serious moments. At the moments. time, when it's actually pretty serious. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I think part of that was, I, there's a couple things you can take there. I <clears> mean, <throat> even in real life, there's a lot of times laughter gets people through difficult times. Yeah, you deal with it the way you deal with it. And in that moment, I don't think he's just cracking a joke to crack a joke. It's part of getting through that difficult time. That doesn't mean you're not recognizing or mm-hmm. not acknowledging or even grieving with what's going on around you. Yeah. But I think that does correlate a little bit to what, again, Ahsoka's been feeling on the inside this entire show so far. She has been cold, and everyone's talked about how she doesn't feel like the Ahsoka from the show. Mm-hmm. Well, she's not. No. She's not the Ahsoka from, from the show. There's a lot of show. hardship here. She's been dealing with everything since the last time she saw Vader. Mm-hmm. She hasn't seen him since, and she's been struggling with that. Yeah. And so... If if she is constantly in this state, and she's constantly in this state of what she was there in that flashback of seeing the people fallen, even though the Empire was defeated, she's still fighting an internal battle at this entire cost? time, and we, at what yeah. cost? And so if you're in that moment of constantly struggling with this idea of loss and what happened to your master, and from her perspective, she's thinking, how can I laugh? How can I joke about anything if this is going on around me if this is going on what's inside me mm-hmm. then of course she's going to be cold and dry because she doesn't think she's there's ever and a distant. time for her to be right joking when all this is going on yeah and i and we see her change when she comes out of this lesson to being more yeah open and she even jokes with hu yang of do we know where we're going nope no and that's all right let's see what happens so i think it was inten- it's, though even those moments that dialogue was intentional and she took something from that I yeah, I agree. It it is interesting though. We see the Jedi engaged in war, and they always, again, it is a movie, it is a pretend thing, but this is one of the first times we see a warrior, a Jedi who was in war, seems to have 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 scars. They have yeah. internal scars. It doesn't it doesn't just they don't just roll off their back and then just move on. She's carrying the heavy weight of everything that happened. Um, yeah. Which I think is fascinating. I also think it's interesting. Uh, we've never acknowledged, at least we've never seen her acknowledge that she missed the warning signs. Yeah. She didn't. She wasn't around for She was oblivious to yeah. some of these interactions that Anakin had, where these are actually very dangerous yeah. things, is giving in to things. Rebellious. When he, was, when he was younger, yeah, there are certain elements that came later when she talks about that you were more powerful and yeah. more dangerous than I realized yeah. at the time. And I think Ahsoka may have realized, I didn't, you were, you were teaching me and I, there were moments when Ahsoka stood up to him for sure. Yeah. But she did it by, often by withdrawing rather than pulling in. Mm-hmm. So Ahsoka dealing with the thing by pulling away potentially helped Anakin continue the path instead of interceding. Yeah. And that's what she did with Sabine. She pulls away. Yeah. 
So I think she may be leaning into these conflicts more now. Yeah. To 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 head off something that could be coming rather than just pulling away. Because it's yeah. easy to just be distant. Yeah. And say I'm not going to go go there. Mm-hmm. But part of the lesson is she needs to lean in. You know what I mean? Not Intervene. not just kill everything, but lean in and interact and. Yeah. And it, you could make a difference that way. Yeah. No, I I completely agree. Yeah. I see. Um, Mike mentioned saying it's very interesting that she's experiencing the world between worlds because she is on the verge of dying. She's essentially drowning at yeah. the moment. Yeah. Um, and the lesson that the final lesson that Anakin's giving her is about choosing whether she wants to live or needs to give herself to death, basically. Yeah. Um, and says he continued and finally moved beyond the guilt that was holding her back and preventing her from living as her true and yeah. That's kind of what we were talking about. Part of it is that guilt. She needs guilt. to get beyond that. Yeah. Um, inspirational, hopeful self who can lead slash save her friends. So it's like getting back to that optimistic. Mm-hmm. Even in a time of war, in the Clone War, she was optimistic. Yeah. Now she hasn't been as optimistic since the fall of Anakin. Mm-hmm. And it definitely feels like that's what's been internally holding her back. And Filoni paralleling that with, the idea of choosing to live or die of how how are you going to live, but also physically drowning in the water, essentially. Yeah. Paralleling that that together. That's is, true. Is cool. That's good. Well, we know guilt fear fear is a path to the dark side. We know we know that. Fear. Yeah. I sense much fear in him. This is part of it. And so anytime anytime a Jedi is motivated by fear, that's something to be uh, to be dealt with. Ahsoka's motivation for this whole Thrawn thing is fear. I'm afraid he's going to come back. If he comes back, another. I'm war, afraid yeah. we're going to have another war. I'm afraid to get yeah. Sabine. I'm. A, all of these interactions are based on avoiding things because of fear, and guilt is connected with that. Yeah, the guilt over what you've done in the past makes you afraid to do things in the future. And even for herself, if this happened to him, could it happen to me? That's right. So. When you feel guilty and then it impacts your choices, you're like, well, I did this happen, so I, I, need, to, I need to avoid this. Or yep. I need to stay away from this. Or I yeah. need, this is something I shouldn't do based on fear. And this lesson was about guilt. And now going forward, she should be acting with less fear yep. to let that go. I think her inter- interactions with Sabine will be different now. Yeah. We already see that the I past so. is going. It's the same, it's the same, we need to defeat Thrawn, of course, but we're not going there out of fear. It, no, and I think that was different. shown in her, different in her moment of where are we going? I don't know. That's right. She wasn't fearful, she's just like, we're just going to see where it leads us, That's and, right. and we'll be okay, basically, it was kind of how I took that. Yeah. Wouldn't she have before said, well, what if it doesn't take us to Thrawn? Why can't, we can't risk we this. We can't risk this. We have what if we there. don't end up, we could be end up anywhere. Yeah. And there's a trust level there. Yeah. Um, I agree. It's almost accepting what what's to happen and rolling with yeah. it. No, like almost having the internal piece of knowing it's going to be okay because she's for sure overcome those things. Yeah, and if you're and if you're also if you're not if you haven't seen um, Tales of the Jedi, you got to go back and watch the Ahsoka episode where she interacts with the. Um, she's gonna. She's in a, a scenario where she's going to die, and she very young has an interaction with an animal. Yeah. Right. That 
she's always had kind of a connection to animals. Yeah. So in this, when she's talking to the purple, is yeah, she has that going by mouth ability, <laughs> right? All right. Yeah. So she had a connection with the purple that um, this this is one of her things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought <clears throat> we probably got like ten minutes or so to get through some of this, but yeah. One, I thought the de aging of Hayden looked oh, the great. best, the best we've ever seen it. It was in great. Any. They movie, just, TV show. He, he just used phenomenal. the uh, he used the TikTok filter. That's all he did. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, basically. No, he looked. I thought he looked great. Yeah, he did. And so much of it too. Some of it was dim lighting that may have helped on some yeah. of the scenes. Yeah. But they definitely had lightsabers, the clash right up to his face, mm-hmm. and it, it was. I thought it looked really good. Yeah. Uh, we mentioned a little bit of the fighting, the lightsaber fights. I thought were phenomenal. Yeah. I thought Anakin. Hayden, it looked like he was the one actually doing a lot of it. it. I don't know how much of it was him or a stunt double, but I think it was the him. movements looked very similar to what we saw in Revenge of the Sith. Intentionally, he does his spin, he does his turns and stuff like that. Yeah, a lot of it. The uh, footwork was, was almost shot for shot. What we've seen mm-hmm. in Revenge of the Sith with some of that lightsaber fighting. So I thought that was cool to see, but also was really good because Revenge of the Sith, I think, is the best lightsaber fights we've oh ever, ever gotten. Uh, and going off that, Ahsoka's lightsaber fight in the Clone Wars flashback was very on par with how she actually fights in the show. Yeah. Very acrobatic. She's spinning on her knees and doing, like, spins. And mm-hmm. and, and I thought, oh, this. I was like, one, it's really cool just choreography, seeing that live yeah. action. Easier yeah. to make that animated. Mm-hmm. But seeing them do that live action, I'm and like, they, they, really, that. Yeah. they really were intentional with portraying her like she is in the show mm-hmm. and showing off her lightsaber ability and all that stuff yeah but yeah so how so um oh it goes oh the question of um the 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 saber battle i always wonder this when we have these kind of things did she did she actually beat anakin did she actually outsmart him or did she out did did, what was that a moment of overcoming what yeah, is yeah. it is it a is it a a moment where Anakin allows that to happen in order to teach her the lesson that she has to give up the saber to win, or is it her remembrance of it that she defeats what the the legacy of the guilt and she has to give up the saber? Right? Did she actually defeat him because she bested him? I know. Yeah, I, that's did a good. She best I think, him? I think what it comes it's, down it's, to is is it actually it could be either. Is it just a an internal vision of right. Anakin in her mind, yeah. and that's what she's battling with? Because if that's the case, then yeah, it was probably her overcoming that moment, and that was her moment of confronting herself, basically. Yeah. With, am I going to live, or am I going to die? Mm-hmm. And so that was her moment of thinking, of thought processing through all of this, and then that was her making the decision of, I'm going to choose to live, and so that's just the way it ended mm-hmm. with her. "Quote unquote," besting him, right? Um, yeah, I think it's hard because <laughs> I, I, if Filoni, I think it was intentional to not answer everything. Yeah, it's not going to be and answered. to make you think and make you question what all, what actually are we seeing? What's actually real? What's not? Um, so it's fun. I don't think there is a straightforward mm-hmm. answer. I think it's just fun to discuss. I'm sure everybody has a different opinion on it. <laughs> I choose to believe she beat him. She did defeat Maul at sixteen. So. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, they're solidifying Ahsoka as my, as strong as as my favorite. Is as strong Jedi. as Anakin was. 
there we obviously one we've seen him lose multiple times as Vader and as he obviously at the height of his power lost to Obi Wan. Right. I mean that was probably the strongest he's ever been. Maybe was yeah. fighting Obi Wan on Mustafar and he lost. Mm-hmm. But you can be way stronger than the person you're fighting and lose. That's right. And that if that's you, that, have... that is the lesson with a lot of Anakin and even Darth Darth Vader's losses in battle, specifically to Obi Wan, mm-hmm. is that he he's stronger. Yeah. In the force. Well, the secret. And maybe even lightsaber fighting, but his mental state is not not is is what's completely gone out the window. Right. And holds him back and causes him to lose because he yeah. doesn't fight properly. He fights with anger and rage. high ground. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's it. <laughs> Which is why the first thing you did was he swipes Slice Ahsoka to get her on the ground. On the low ground. <laughs> I have the high ground. <laughs> he just starts talking trash to her. She's You're like, down there. I'm up here. I'm up here. That'd be great. Um, Mike says, I was happy for Hayden. Uh, we've never gotten to see Hayden slash Anakin be a mentor. That's true. Yeah. And see him his full personality in live action. Hayden bringing likable Clone Wars Anakin to live action was great. Yes. True. We never got to see live action. We saw it in Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. But we never actually got to see live or live action Hayden Christensen as Anakin as a mentor. Mm-hmm. Because all we ever saw was him turning live action. We've only seen him turn to Vader and then become that. So seeing him being a mentor in that regard. And the connection, cool. it's so seamless. It feels seamless the connection between when that when the when okay so when they called out so we have that scene Ahsoka's there we realize it's young Ahsoka when she calls out Anakin was that not Ashley Eckstein's cry there that in which first moment? in the scene the first time we realized that she's young Ahsoka I heard her cry out oh Anakin I thought oh I don't know did I'll they be... just use Ashley Eckstein for that voice piece because it sounded exactly really like i'll have to go i'll have to go the show i was like well, wait it. a second is that, did they get her and then it came and the voice talking was a little bit different yeah. i wondered if they did that on purpose that it could be you hadn't seen I'll her have yet. to go i'll have to go rewatch it and hadn't that, seen her yet and there's there's you hear this voice and i thought wait a minute that's i wouldn't be surprised <clears> because <throat> even though they're showing a vision it's still within the world between worlds yeah one of the things i'm actually surprised we didn't get more of this because the moments we have seen the world between worlds in the past there's always been other voices throughout time yeah in galaxy that we've heard when we ezra's heard. walking through we hear Jin Erso. rebellions are built on hope we hear different times uh, are clashing ray and kylo yeah i will finish what we started and yeah. that takes place way in the future from yeah. ezra's standpoint but we hear dialogue from all different kinds of stuff and I was surprised in this we didn't. And maybe that's because she, we don't have an answer of whether she was physically there right. or whether she was, you know, quote unquote, spiritually there, yeah. mentally there. Uh, we didn't hear that. Obviously, we got Anakin, but we didn't hear a lot of those voices. So in that moment, I'll have to go rewatch it, but I wouldn't be surprised Watch if again. they threw that it out there. It could have just been me hearing what I wanted to hear. <laughs> I want it so bad. It's not. I was in my own world between worlds. That was one of my predictions, though, was that we'd hear a lot of other. Vo- I mean, I was wrong, but that we yeah. that we'd hear. <laughs> I was a wrong. A lot of other voices. That we'd hear other voices, and I and I think maybe even I tweeted something about like I think we'll probably get Ashley Eckstein's voice as a nod to her because in the world between worlds we get. I think it was voices. So. I'm gonna go yes. I'll have to go figure that out because I want to be right. So <laughs> <laughs> don't we all? 
The actress who played young Ahsoka is the same actress who played young Gamora in Infinity War. True. She is. Yeah, Mike pointed that out. She's the same actress who played uh, young Infinity War. She's also one of the she's Look also how it one balances of the main, on your finger. She's also the main girl that's in the Barbie movie that just came out. That, uh, oh, really? Is Warner Brothers' biggest movie of all time. She's in that. Wow. So Passing she's Harry, got a few. Harry Potter. She has a few big movies. Infinity War, Barbie. Yeah. Both grossing over a billion. <laughs> Not bad. And now in uh, the best Star Wars episode. Dollar. Yeah. TV show episode. I'm going to give this her best outing. <laughs> it's her best outing. It was good. Yeah. It was good. I wonder how much of the uh, fighting was her, too. I always wonder that with actors. Like, I'm always curious, like, right. how much of this. Because there are a lot of, I mean, Adam Driver likes doing all of his stunts. Yeah. There are a lot of actors that like the Tom Holland does a lot of his stunts. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it always makes me curious, like mm-hmm. how much of it was. Not that it, not that it matters, really. But I'm always or the or curious. if Filoni is the guy. I don't know. It's hard to. Yeah. Do we want to before wrapping up go through some of the uh, just rattle off some of the cool like parallels or different moments that we saw? Because obviously we touched on yeah the siege of Mandalore. Yep. Seeing the Maul Deloreans, mm-hmm. the Darth Maul, yeah, Mandalorians, <laughs> live yeah. action was was awesome, cool, awesome. Seeing the helmets and stuff, you're like, no way, we're mm-hmm. in, the, we are in the Siege of Mandalore. I saw her kill, and I was like, wait a minute, this is not. At first, I thought, are we on, are we on Geonosis? Is this where they're because the fog, <laughs> yeah, and the, the fog and the yeah. light and the and the, the wave. Oh no, wave, that's a Mandalorian. Uh, Captain Rex. Captain Rex, that was awesome. Captain Rex. I was wondering if we'd see Timo Morrison's face mm-hmm. on one of the fallen troopers, and then we the face was covered up. Yeah, right. But we did get his voice. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Let's go, let's go! Like he's yelling. So great. So Timo Morrison, Captain Rex, the Siege of Mandalore, Clone Wars armor, Anakin. Yeah. Seeing the the uh, the flashes between him and Vader as he's walking away, and that then again awesome. as he's walking towards yeah. her was so cool. Another thing about Anakin uh, Hayden Christensen's portrayal in this was so good with resembling Anakin, and maybe it's, a lot of it was the directing on telling him like how to move and what to do to make it very similar. Mm-hmm. If you go and clip, like, there's probably ten ten different shots that are shot for shot, like moments and filmed in because with Filoni directing this filmed. From the same angle and stuff that we saw from other projects, him one he t- he walks away and when he turns to the Vader part in him, he turns his back to Ahsoka just like he does to Obi Wan mm-hmm. on Mustafar. Hmm. Turns his back and they continue talking and then that's his moment of then you back you will die you will die he's like you will try yeah or whatever and so he's like you will try and then he flips and it's his moment of trying to talk sense into Obi Wan but then recognizing turns his back no I'm 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 on the dark side. Yeah. I'm evil. But we're, yeah. we're about to fight. And he does it the same thing here. He turns his back, and then he turns, and now it's boom, we're fighting. Um, the portrayal of him sticking his lightsaber out with the looks mm-hmm. very similar to not just him going after the, the right. famous younglings meme of him. That's right. Only showing his hand in the, the, the saber ignition. But they do that exact same shot in Kenobi, but with Vader. Same shot. Mm-hmm. Him, hand. Anakin's lightsaber, boom, except this time it was Vader and Kenobi. Yeah. Now they're showing the same thing in this. Clearly, same shot yep. representing those different moments yeah. we've seen. They even show um, 
Sorry, I'm just rattling off all these different moments. No, that's good. They show Anakin in the Clone Wars era talking with uh, Ahsoka, arms crossed, and I saw a lot of people showing the parallel between yeah. the last time Anakin and Ahsoka talked before she left and never saw him again mm-hmm. as Anakin. And their Anna- hands crossed, looking down, mm-hmm. looking up at each other. Boom. Just Very much parallel. Thing. Yeah. So, really cool seeing a lot of the, it was awesome. a lot of the different And we mentioned parallels. the one, if we go back to the old movies, where I've heard that before, where he talks about Yeah, I heard that before. Um, and the interaction, of course, with Ahsoka throwing away the saber, paralleling Luke, which was, yep. which was the redemption. Yeah. I, I like how Ahsoka... In in when she meets Anakin, she becomes. It felt like she became young again. Yeah. And and Ahsoka has this thing where when she's interacting with Anakin, her head is always tilted. She always has this <laughs> yeah. has this look, and it came from the fact that Anakin's so much taller. So when she was younger, she was always doing this, always yeah. kind of tilted, master. So when they interact there, it just it's purposeful. Where her head just goes like this, and all of a sudden she's young Ahsoka yeah. again. I know. I thought, oh, that's what that is. That kind of yeah. feeling. She has kind of a sideways. It's almost like the huh. It's a lot. A... Yeah, Ahsoka has that. But then when she's with Anakin, when he says, "I, I haven't. There's more to learn. Um, your lesson's starting or whatever," and she says, "Okay," she becomes yeah. young Ahsoka yeah. again. It's. I, I loved it. I I also really liked how it it was current Ahsoka with young Ahsoka yeah like basically like body vision yeah but it's still her mentally still her. almost going through yeah uh, I just thought that was cool how like it was a unique but then also kind of falling into the vision and still doing everything and portraying like the stuff mm-hmm. that had actually happened mm-hmm. like she's not just like I'm not here I'm not fighting she's in the fight she's it's just the way they went about portraying a lot of that stuff and the lessons they get out of each scene I thought was really cool. Yeah. It wasn't just a, here, take this. This is really cool. That could be part of it. They didn't have to jump to the Siege of Mandalore. Mm-mm. But they were showing these different moments that were leading up to Anakin's fall is yeah. what they were doing. Yeah. They were showing these different moments of Anakin there in the Clone Wars, then he becomes older. Now it's the Siege of Mandalore. Anakin's not there, but he is there in that moment. She's like, you weren't here <laughs> during this. So I thought that was cool, too, that they right. addressed, like, you're not here because, it, as the audience, it makes us all recognize, uh, think back to, yeah, he's not there because this is the exact moment he's becoming Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. He's not there. He's not but there. But he is in this moment. Yeah. So I thought it was cool because they just they did a good job. They showed that Siege of Mandalore mm-hmm. to remind everybody this is this, isn't, this is where they were when Anakin became Vader. Yeah, this isn't history. This is um, yeah. uh this is a, a a memory where they're Exactly. Yeah. It wasn't just a Oh, this is cool. You guys will like to see the Darth Maul helmets. Some people might think that's what it was. Definitely deeper meaning. It was showing you that this is where Ahsoka was when Anakin became Darth Vader, reminding mm-hmm. you they weren't together. Yeah. She wasn't there with him side by side. Right. She w- not that she was wrong about that. She did the right. Th- I mean, she's yeah. winning the siege of Mandalore. She's helping out. Yep. She was there with Anakin's battalion, with with Rex, with well, not all of Anakin's yeah. battalion, but part of the five hundred first that he lends to her to yeah. go fight. So Rex is there, mm-hmm. and it's showing she's there with his people while Anakin's 
becoming Darth Vader. Mm -hmm. That was the intentionality of reminding, and that's why she even goes out of her way to address the audience, but also Anakin in the moment of, you Mm -hmm. weren't here. Mm -hmm. Wait a minute. It's not just, I don't want people to think like, oh, it was just to throw out something cool. It was very intentional with the, the moments that they showed. Yeah. At least I think. I do, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, let's see. Paul Welcome says, uh, everyone is talking about the flashbacks, but the ending was so great. Those per- True. This could maybe be how we wrap up. We discuss the Purgles real quick. Uh, the Purgles and New Republic ships look awesome. It was movie quality. Couldn't agree more. I thought that was actually one of my favorite moments in the previous episode. Obviously, the ending was amazing with seeing Anakin yeah. and the World Between Worlds. Everyone was talking about the ending, but we had talked about it on the cast. One of my favorite moments was just seeing the New Republic fleet together. Yeah. Felt very original trilogy. Seeing them all together again. The Mon Calamari cruisers, the way Mon Cal- they look. Yeah, all of it in space together, not just one single ship, but seeing all of it. You're just like, okay, this is cool. This yeah. felt very original trilogy. Yeah. Things are kind of getting back to normal before the First Order inevitably rises. <laughs> and then they mix in the X-Wings over water, which we saw in Episode 7 for the first time. Yeah. X-Wings in the atmosphere. Yeah. Typically, they're in space, and yeah. you see them, except for Luke, like, landing, but flying across water in this, looking for yeah. sweeping the area. Yeah. I, the I ghost. Do, a lot of the I know. The ghost. I yeah. do think all of the sp- space stuff, all of the it's cinema level it's quality. I, I'll, be, I'll be curious it's to really go look good. up the budget for this. I'm not sure. I haven't. I haven't looked into it. You know, part it of it, good. I got to tell you, I mean, we're going to wrap up in here, but part of it, when you get mad at the special effects in a movie, part of it is just not settling. Like, for a director, who they don't settle. If you go back and watch, if you go back and watch Jurassic Park, yeah. it still holds up because Spielberg would not settle. He yeah. wouldn't say, yeah, that's, they're not going to notice or that's good enough or... Yeah. That's going to be fine, but that'll be covered up by this, or that'll be hidden by that. Yeah. Didn't settle. Like, it's got to be, and I think Filoni's like, no, 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 it's got to be. So just having, being yeah. tenacious about the quality of the special effects, directors that settle, you get what you get. Yeah. They just say, ah, it's, we'll explain it, or there's this. I don't think he's settling. He's saying, no, we got to. This is going to be, a, if we want this to be as big as it. As it wants, we gotta to be, get or it. As we think it can be. We, we have gotta to get, get it right. right. So yeah. even spending more money, the Flash, I don't know, two hundred million dollars. Even spending more money doesn't atrocious. fix bad taste. It doesn't no. fix the no. or just settling for less. And he's not going to settle. Filoni's not going to settle. No. So I I think no. we're seeing that bear itself out, and we got to get it right. Yeah. yeah. So it is, but it's been amazing. It's been the look of it is. Fantastic. Yeah, Mike is saying what you said earlier. I don't think this is all just happening in Ahsoka's head because when Ahsoka says, I won't fight you, Anakin responds, I've heard that before. This is referencing Luke saying what Luke says to Vader. Which she wouldn't know. Which she wouldn't know. Yeah. I do think it's refer- She I did hear that with her. Star Wars is always very poetic, as yeah. George would say. I do think it's referencing both. Yeah, because she wouldn't know that. She says the, the exact same thing to Vader also. Mm-hmm. When she sees him in the temple before she gets pulled into the world between worlds the first time, she yeah. says, I'm not, I won't fight you. And then she does. And then that's when <laughs> that's when Vader looks up after the split face. You will and die. Like, well, then you will die. Yeah. And that's when they, they start fighting. Which is, a, which is an emperor. Which is what he says to her here. Yeah. What if I don't want to fight? Yeah. 
What if I want to stop fighting? And Anakin says, then, you'll die. then you will die. Uh-huh. It was the light side part of him saying that. But it was basically saying if you don't fight, if you don't have a purpose in what you're doing, mm-hmm. you're also going to die internally, mm-hmm. maybe even externally, but you're going to die on the inside noticing that you could have made a difference and now you're not. Yeah. That was kind of that moment. But then her not fighting it has the other flip of the coin is you don't know. It's, it's picking when to choose. It's knowing when to choose, when to fight and when not to. Yeah. You don't always win with a lightsaber. Yeah. Sometimes you win by, uh, by surrendering, yeah. by giving it up. Ahsoka the White, we got we got mm-hmm. the Purgles, we get the light speed. All of that was really cool, seeing mm-hmm. her be the almost younger, joyful Ahsoka again, mm-hmm. which we had talked about earlier, but very I think it was intentional with her being dry, and or, there's a reason why people are saying, that's not Ahsoka as we remember. It's not my Ahsoka. And that's because it's not. It's, it's not. It's not supposed to be. It's She's supposed to be cold because of what she's gone it's through, P- and now we're seeing PTSD. Her. Yeah. Post-traumatic. Uh, let's see. Last, maybe last couple. Yeah, they go into the. Up. Take us in. Yeah, we'll take us in. in. Let's see what happens. Who <laughs> Yang is nervous, even though he's a robot. Right. It's like not he's even a nervous. real, not even a living thing. But I love how <laughs> Star Wars portrays droids as living species. As and they're all always the time. nervous. R two D two gets scared. C three PO scared all yeah. the time, even though they're not alive. Right. Yeah, I love the portrayal of that. See, that, Ahsoka has more insight than she's letting on. Her interaction with that Purgo is not just. There's a there's a connection there's a, there. I like so to she's believe not there going was a full, into. There was a full dialogue. Do you know Ezra? Yeah. Oh, we know him when we visit him every hi- hi- hibernation period. <laughs> Ezra Bridger? Yeah, we know him. Come on in. <laughs> I'll take I know, you to the farthest just in the galaxy. Is. That's how Purgos think. <laughs> I know just where he is. We had dinner with him last week. Yeah, I was like. Are we going now? Quiet. We're talking to Ahsoka. <laughs> the most annoying. And then she just turns to Hu Yang just to keep him on edge because he's. <laughs> she recognizes he's scared. Do you know where they're going? Nah, we'll just see where they take us. <laughs> they had a full conversation. That's why she's and smiling. We know it. She's, they're telling her purgle jokes. <laughs> laughing at the purgle jokes inside. No, nothing. I just thought of something funny. Yeah. Let's go in. Let's climb in the mouth. Call me Jonah. Yeah. It goes right in. Yeah. It's going to be cool. What's going to happen? They're going to get out there. They're going to get out there. And Balin was wrong. We didn't see. No one can follow us. We didn't see Thrawn. Not yet. No Thrawn. Uh, Darth on here says, prediction, Thrawn will return in the last episode. Oh. And he will come to uh, Satos. That's the planet we just were at, right? Yeah. They're coming back with him. That's a good thought. And we'll destroy those New Republic ships. It would be a perfect introduction. True, I don't think we'll see any sort of defeat in, of Thrawn in this series. I think that could be what they're building up for the Filoni movie. Yeah. Or at least maybe, I mean, it's, or, what is, act, the projects we're actually going uh, from rumors sound like it's kind of up in the air. Mm-hmm. So gonna, obviously, they announced the Filoni movie, but yeah. will that happen? Will there be a season four of Mando? We don't know, but I do think a lot of that's tying together to be Thrawn's thing. So I do think this could be an intro to the live action Thrawn and kind of demonstrating his power, but we're not going to see any sort of defeat of Thrawn. In yeah. This. Uh, hopefully now, we get more seasons too. Cause I'm loving for it. For sure. Both. Now these shows work together, but if you're Favreau and you're watching this, aren't you like, Oh man, I'm in trouble. How am I going <laughs> to, what am I supposed to do now? How's Mando supposed to How can up to we this? Possibly... Dave, why'd I ever bring you on? Why? Curse you at the Lola. Curse you at the Lola. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's healthy competition. 
Yeah. You know, the Beatles wrote such great songs because there was competition. Oh, Paul yeah. wanted to bring something in that would blow John away and the opposite. So these guys work together, but they're competitive. They want to have something that's really, really cool. So it'll yeah. be, uh, it makes everybody better. Yeah, Mike says, uh, I just rewatched the Rebel scene. Ahsoka says to Vader, I won't leave you. Yeah, she says, I won't leave you, not this time. Not this time. And she walks away. So he's saying they, I, that he believes they are referencing Luke in this episode. Yeah. Ooh. True, because the dialogue maybe is a little Slightly different. Slightly different. I've heard that before. That's true. It's been called that That's before. True. Yeah, it's, it, yeah. I don't, I, it's and again, I before. think it's all intentional because we're not supposed to. Full. There's not supposed to be a straightforward answer of how much is in her head, how much is actually. I think she's physically like she is there in the world between worlds. I don't yeah. think it was all just a vision of while she's underwater. I don't think that. Mm-hmm. But I do wonder how much of when we get Anakin's, another interaction the with, Anakin, with Anakin is there. Will he be referencing this? True. We've gotten everything I think from the I trailers except so. Thrawn and Anakin's dialogue. Yeah. So, and I don't think they're gonna just. I don't think that dialogue was just for the trailer. Mm-mm. No, I think that's... And that wasn't something they we They showed heard. the Clone Wars flashbacks in this moment. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember the exact quote from the trailer, but um, they're showing a lot of these flashbacks, and then Anakin's also saying, in this war, you're not going to fight just droids. Like, And so referencing the stuff we had just seen, it makes sense it's that coming. maybe now he is actually a Force ghost in that moment. And is referencing the stuff yeah, that we had actually seen. I think that's what'll happen. Or maybe he's just maybe they're just back in the world between worlds somehow and yeah. she's encountering him again and referencing the in this war you won't you'll be fighting more than just droids, I think is maybe what what he says. Man. So that could be the war to come with, with Thrawn. Could be. Yeah. Man. Good stuff coming. <clears throat> Three left. I don't even know what to predict. I just I need to rewatch this episode ten I need times. I to let it settle. It's so good, so good. Maybe. It was a so good. It was a so good. <laughs> it's a so, so good. good. Yeah, man. There's a man, old Mandalore. There's a lot, a lot to get to. I'm sure we missed a lot of stuff, but tried to rattle off a lot of the different references. Yeah, and things. There's just so much to get to. All the name drops: Leia, Kanan, Kanan. The, I think they maybe even mentioned Obi Wan. By name, I can't remember, but mm. or maybe referenced him. Yeah, man, they definitely referenced him because he's talked about his master. That's and right, the master that's right. For him, mm-hmm. ah, so good. I'm gonna go watch it again. So good. Can't wait. I have no idea where we're going. I mean, I know we're often hyper <laughs> the hyper hyper lanes, but <laughs> Ahsoka doesn't either. So uh, yeah, true. we're in the same boat. We're all in the same boat. We're in the same, same whale. Ship. We're in the same purgle. <laughs> We're in the same. We're mouth. all the same purgle. Mouth of the world. Yeah. Hey, the live action purgles look great. They do. Everything I thought looked really good. High they, quality. They do. Amazing. Man. Thank you, Dave. Thank you, Dave. <clears throat> thank you, Dave. For, Everybody for, say thank for, you, Dave. For all of it. For all of it. All of it. I'm sorry, Anakin. For all of it. everything. Yeah. Man. All right. Well, let us know your guys' thoughts if you're watching this back. Let us know your thoughts first off on doing the show this early. This this morning show of the yeah. Star Wars guys. If you guys the Sky like it, show. Yeah, right, we right. know we've had some decent engagement. So thanks for tuning in and mm-hmm. on your way to work or getting ready, um, and and engaging in the chat. Let us know what your guys' thoughts are. If you're listening to this back, you made it this far. Let us drop your comments. What were your favorite moments of this episode? How does it compare to other episodes? I know I threw out like a 
You're talking about the podcast episode or the 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 Ahsoka the episode? Okay, either, either podcast either. episode, yeah. either one. If you made it this far, just drop a comment. Whatever. <laughs> you say, if you made it this far, why? Why? <laughs> this time I get why because this episode why. was fantastic. Oh man, yeah. and I'm talking about the podcast the episode, podcast, not the Ahsoka off the charts. <laughs> really good. Hey, but it was it was it was good. Yeah, so, it was great. Uh, I I I threw out this on Twitter just to kind of see what people would say. Hard to compare the two because they're obviously different. This episode may have passed my Luke return episode in Mando. Really? I think it was because even though that moment was so emotional. Yeah. And obviously first time we see kind of a de-age, not at all expecting this. That's right. That's right. We obviously, the way the last episode of Ahsoka ended, we were expecting a lot of Anakin. Mm -hmm. And with that expectation, I thought they absolutely delivered on every, there were so many moments in this episode that would have been the best moment Mm -hmm. in any other live action Star Wars episode. And it was all in one crazy uh i think it may have take, taken the, the number one episode star wars tv episode spot for me me too it was that good so let us know your guys thoughts enough about what we think let us know your guys thoughts drop it in the comments thanks for making it this far <laughs> if you did so don't forget to like the video subscribe to the channel and smash the smash notification like bell would you we'll catch you guys next time and as always there. may the force be with you Soka. Ahsoka. <laughs> I hate Sam. I love Ahsoka. Kanan. <laughs> I love that That's they're raw. just dropping so Soka. much. So much Jason. Give me more Jason. I know. I want to see him grow up. He's gonna be. Become... I want a Jason. A Jason Star Wars TV show. <laughs> it's uh, Canon. It's just Canon. Jason. It's Canon. Jason. <laughs> Jason. It's Jason. I just want to see the That's ad- what that the adventures of Jason and Chopper are just a <laughs> sight to see. <laughs> Can't wait ship. for that to happen. If you made it this far and you enjoyed that episode, don't forget to like, subscribe, and tell a friend about us here at Star Wars, guys. Your support is much appreciated, and it never goes unnoticed. We'll see you all in the next episode.